0: Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Look It, an audio trip down memory lane. Toys, trends, and turntables from the days of then. Tonight's episode is titled, Stompers 4x4.
1: Welcome to the Lookit podcast, where all your dreams come. This is the show that takes you back, shows you around, and reminds you of the good old days. Now here's your host, Zerbenegger.
0: 1980. Catholic school in my younger days. I remember it being rough when I was growing up. Self-induced rough. I tried too hard to make friends by overestimating my character to the other kids by over-self-promotion. Sort of like podcasting, actually. I would walk into third and fourth grade with elaborate things that I would either find lying around the house, or worse, while walking on the way to school that I would bring in for show and tell. One day I found a huge birdcage that someone had thrown away. It was made of wood, it was very nice, but it was thrown away because it was broken on one side. But I told the kids that I had dropped it on the way to school and that my parrot flew away. The sympathy worked until my teacher gave me the evil eye. She knew, she always knew. So I came out with the truth with my friends and I was scoffed at for lying, rightfully so. About a week later, my dad took me to the Radio Shack. He was going there so he could get a quarter-inch plug for something or other, and I tagged along so Mom would be relieved of the noise, complaining, or any other forms of tension that I would provide so freely. While we were there, my eyes befell on something that I had seen on TV and always wanted. This was the Stomper 4x4, and Radio Shack had them all. The Chevrolet K10 Scottsdale, Chevy Blazer, Dodge Warlock, Ford Bronco, and the G-Poncho. I ran to my dad, pulled on the leg, and repeatedly asked over and over again until he caved. I came home with the Chevy Blazer, and I loved it. The Stomper 4x4s were four-wheel drive vehicles that were about the length of an iPhone and about two and a half to three inches tall. They had some good detailing to the motor-powered toys that came before them. But these 4x4s, you could put obstacles in their way. And they would just mow over them, like pencils and rocks and sticks, even traversing through low puddles of water. They only took one AA battery, and they were very tough. I always had extra batteries in my pocket in case somebody wanted to race me. Which brings me back to Catholic school. So after surviving my fibs of ownership on outlandish show-and-tell items... I came to school with the Chevy Blazer to show off to my friends. I remember within weeks and not strictly because of me, but I think I had a huge part in it. We were all standing out at recess with our Stomper 4x4s lining up obstacles, making tracks and racing our cars down the hill next to the school. I seldom won because I would forget to change the battery before the race. I always puttered out about halfway down the hill. But I had a blast racing my car against my friends. Towards the end of 1980, all of us had at least three or four of them racing. We had the stunt set and the wild mountain set, just to add more obstacles to our races. Kids would crowd around to watch us. It was almost like we needed to have a bookie to make some bets.
1: After this message, we'll be Ray 8 back. Stomper 4x4s, working lights, detailed design, and four-wheel drive. Battery for each not included. There are four models. The Chevy Blazer, the Dodge Warlock, the Jeep Honcho, or the Ford Bronco. With battery-powered four-wheel drive, you can tackle almost any hill, almost any surface, because four-wheel drive provides power. Stomper 4x4s four with headlights, each sold separately or available in sets. From Shopper. And now, back to look it. By
0: 1981, these cars now had interchangeable tires for outdoor off roading. Even though we were off roading in the first place, these new foamy tires gave the cars much more of a grip on the terrain. 1981 also brought five new Stomper trucks the Chevrolet LUV, the Dotson Little Hustler, Jeep Renegade, Subaru Brat, and the Toyota SR5. The Stunt and Wild sets were also reintroduced with some new pieces, and they also came out with the Stomper SSC Supercat Cycles. Those didn't last too long, though. By 1982, we got the Jeep Cherokee and the Jeep Scrambler along with replicas of a 1956 Chevy Nomad, the Jeep CJ, the Subaru Hatchback, and a Volkswagen Baja Bug. More sets were made for the new lines of vehicles, like the official competition pull set, the Badlands, Devil Mountain, and Wild Country sets. By 1983, they had wider tires, a second speed, and soon a third speed. 1984 saw the introduction of Stomper Super Dragsters, and soon came Stomper 2 and Mobile Force Lines. Then came custom kits and deluxe custom kits allowing the children to build their own stoppers for themselves. In 1985, Monster 4x4s, much larger vehicles powered by C batteries, became available. By 1986, the Mini 4x4s, powered by a single AAA battery, was introduced. Then in 1992 came the military lines called Stormers. From 1997 to 1999, more models included Workforce, Battle Ready, and Extreme Street.
1: After this message, we'll be Ray back. Ooh, Stomper! Stomper, fun by fours with raw power to tackle just about anything you throw their way. And come four wheel driving back for more and more. Battery not included. Change tires and tackle the tough outdoors. Headlights blazing the way. Wheels turning and turning. Pulling you up to the action. Ooh, Stomper! Stomper, fun by fours. First in four-wheel fun. Each sold separately from Chopper.
0: And now, back to lookit. Stompers were first created by toy inventor, Eddie Goldfarb. He created such toys as the wind-up yak He created the Busy biddy, the Little Chicken That Laid Eggs, Battling Tops, Kerplunk, Shark Attack, Quiz Whiz, Creator Lego Game, Spin Art, The Giant Bubble Gun, and more. He was the first American to receive the Idiot Award from the United Kingdom and the European community. I.D.I.O.T. stood for the international designers and inventors of toys. The companies that made Stompers have varied over the years. The first generation, Generation 1 and Generation 2, came from the company called Shopper, Then Generation 3, a company called DreamWorks in 1992. Generation 4, Peachtree Playthings in 1997. And Generation 5, Tinko Toys in 2001. If you visit Stomper4x4.com, you can learn more about the history of Stomper trucks. I'll never forget those races we had on the hill at recess. We had a good time, and I didn't need to show off anymore. I had fun with my friends with a Chevy Blazer and a AA battery. Thank you for listening to this episode of Look It. Join me next time when we access another memory from the days of then. So until then.
1: All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Servinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.